Crossroads Ministries. It's so nice to see all of you here on this Thanksgiving Eve service. Uh, what we'd like to do tonight is we have some of our Canopy Kids worship crew from downstairs to show you how to get this thing started. So feel free to join them. I know you know this song. They just have a little spin to it, okay? All right, guys. This is a 
Awesome. Awesome. Let's give them a hand. Give them a hand. Good job. Okay, we welcome you tonight to our Thanksgiving Eve service. As the band starts to um, get ready to uh, lead us in some worship, would you please stand up, greet those around you, just welcome each other, say hello. We are glad to have you here with us worshiping at Crossroads. God for what he has done for us for all these years. It's exciting to be the part of the family of God. Oh 
praises, our claps, our excitement. He is worth it. Yeah. 
Amen. Aren't you thankful to be here this evening as we worship our God? You may take a seat, please, as we make continue. a joyful shout to the Lord, all you lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know that the Lord, he is God. It is he who has made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful to him and bless his name. For the Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endures to all generations. Aren't you thankful for the Lord tonight? And, uh, you know, our God has provided so much for us. He's been so good to us, hasn't he? He is, uh, he's just given to us over and over. He gave us his ultimate price, the cross. And we're going to celebrate that tonight. That's why we're here, because of Jesus. And so as we continue on, we're going to sing about two more songs. And then a few people are going to join me up here with some, some testimonies that they have prepared. And then we'll open up the floor to you. But uh, as we sing this next one, uh, this is an oldie but a goodie. And uh, this is in honor of Pastor John Arnold. I've heard him sing this many times on Saturday night. Count your many blessings. Would you give him a hand? This is for God and for him. Okay, you need to get on your feet again. We're not done worshiping with a little bit of excitement. Here we go.
your blessings. That is an important part of the Christian life, walking with God and counting your blessings. Because there are many, many, many reasons for God to bless us because he loves us. And as we sing this next song, 10,000 reasons, I know there's more than that that we could give God every day. So Dan's going to lead us in this one. Sing along with us, please.
people have uh, come on up here as they, this is the time. We're going to start off with a, a, just a time of Thanksgiving here. And uh, some of these people, you know, it's kind of nice to have a little bit of an advance notice. And some of these people, uh, this is their first notice that we even have a service like this where we have people share. And, uh, and, and others have been here for a while. But we want to give everybody in the church an opportunity tonight to, to praise him. And so um, if we could grab that pulpit, Caleb, and bring it over here. Tonight, uh, we're going to start with the Kunkel family. This is Jim and Chris Kunkel and their family. And uh, God has done great things in their life. And so we're just going let, to let, uh, let them share tonight. Would you welcome Jim and Chris Kunkel? Uh, good evening. Uh, this is Cassie and this is Katie. And as Pastor Ken said, we're the Kunkels. Um, Last night we found out we were going to be asked to share a few words, so Chris and I were kind of flooded with all the blessings that we've had over the years here at this church, and uh, we started talking, and I filled up two pages, so I hope I don't bore you guys, Um, but it started about seven years ago. Uh, Chris and I were in what you'd call a spiritual rut. Uh, We were attending church, but rather inconsistently. Uh, We didn't have God at the top of our priority list. Um, We attended a couple services here. Uh, We were greeted by a lot of smiling faces and a lot of warm hearts, Um, but we continued kind of searching, but we were led back here for preschool. Um, Cassie started attending preschool. Uh, Chris uh, started attending the mops group and got to know a lot of the moms here at the church. Um, And that winter, uh, after Katie was born, we started attending a lot more regularly. Uh, On one very cold Sunday morning, we found ourselves here as four of about maybe 15 or 20 people in the congregation uh, in the middle of an ice storm. And that was the first uh, Sunday I think Pastor Arnold noticed us as a family and that stuck in his head I know since then. Uh, But that also pretty much marks the beginning of our family uh, in our return to God's family. Um, The next year was kind of difficult for us as a family, but uh, Pastor Ken and Rhonda really stepped in Uh, They gave us a lot of spiritual guidance like we've never had before. Uh, From that point on, you could say our souls were on fire. Uh, We joined a small group study uh, that was led by Jason and Courtney Hodson, and uh, really made Sunday morning worship a priority for our family. Uh, All of a sudden, Cassie and Katie were excited to get up early Sunday morning and come to church. Uh, In time with the help of all of you, uh, Chris and I matured spiritually we found ourselves being called to be rebaptized together uh, as a symbol of a new beginning of our walk with God. Uh, we began helping out Sunday nights with the Iwana program and then became even more involved in the children's ministry when we stepped into the role of small group leaders on Sunday mornings. Uh, every Sunday morning we now look forward to coming to church and as crazy it may sound to some of you out there, uh, we really enjoy spending several hours every Sunday morning here with what we consider our family uh, here at the church. Um, A lot of wonderful and loving people behind the face of this church. Uh, You have all helped our family come full circle back into the loving arms of our Heavenly Father. And for that, we could not be more thankful.
Dear Lord, thank you for this day, and <clears throat> thank you for all these people who are here, and we all love you. It. And thank you for the people that can be here and put their healing, put your healing hand on them and heal them. And you're a great father and we praise you and thank you. Amen. Amen. God bless you all. Folks, that's what our church is about. We're disciples who make disciples who make disciples. And look, we have new disciples. And I remember that day they came on that ice storm. Pastor was like, well, we can't leave. Somebody might come. And I'm like, you know what? We're leaving. And then they come up the ramp. We had a full service for the Kunkels. And uh, it, was, it was wonderful. And we're so glad we did. Let's give God a hand. Amen. This is Max Sims, one of the new, new families in our church. I'll let him just share a little bit. Hello. Good evening. Oh, got to be right up here. Okay. I usually talk really loud. My wife actually told me to try to keep this as short as possible because I like to run on and on and on. But anyways, my name is Max Sims. My wife is Chanel and my little girl, Addie, and we have Emma downstairs. So I guess I'm going to give a little bit of a testimony over the last two years that, that we've been here. We came to Monongahela two years ago. Uh, with gas and oil. So uh, we, I did not think it was going to be near as hard as what it was to find a church. We looked for a very long time. I mean, I think we looked for probably just about a year trying to find a good church. And then we found this church and Ken and Rhonda and John were great. They really treated us very well. And, uh, and, and to go on with my story, I, uh, I, I left the oil fields and started doing a little bit of land agent work, got laid off. And I was out of work for roughly about four or five months. So through that time, I was getting a little bit further away, and I guess going back to the beginning of the story, my, uh, my father's a preacher back up north. So that kinda, I, I kind of got a little further away from God than where I wanted to be. So in that four or five months that I was out of work, he really worked on me hard. And through that four or five months, I met, he, Ken was great. He, I think he texted me roughly about once a week to see if I had work, or if work was coming around the corner, if he could do anything to help me get work. So that's kind of my overall testimony from being here. This church has been very good to me, Ken and Rhonda. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what will happen in the future. So with, with that, I had, a, I, had a, I had a verse. I knew we, I wasn't really sure exactly how we were supposed to do this. So I kind of I wanted to go over a little bit of things that I was thankful for. So Ken told me to think of some stuff that I was thankful for because Thanksgiving's tomorrow. So I was sitting down, and, and as I was trying to write everything out, it, it became extremely difficult to think of what one thing that I was thankful for when I was thinking through everything that I've went through through the last, what, 27 years of my life to figure out just a couple things I was thankful for. So the main things that I, I definitely came up with was my beautiful wife. That's been more supportive than anybody I could ever ask for. Uh, let's see, and I had two little beautiful girls. And when I was sitting down, I guess, like I was saying, when I was sitting down actually trying to think of a couple things that I was thankful for, it was extremely hard because we're blessed every day when we wake up in the morning. I mean, we, we breathe, we walk, we talk. There's, there's so many things to be thankful for. So the only thing that I could really come, come up with is John 3.16. That was, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in, him, believeth in him shall not perish and have everlasting life. So that's what overall I came up with was the thing that I was most thankful for. 
with, with, with him being this church and my family and everything else. So again, my name is Max Sims. My wife is Chanel and Addie and Emma stop and talk to us sometimes. We've been here for roughly about a year. So I'll give it back to Ken. And here it is. God bless you. Welcome. We're glad you're here, Max. Now look at that. Here's Max. He's wandering in and he comes in on a Sunday morning and we have no clue what's happening in these people's lives. And yet God is starting to minister. So every Sunday is important. When you reach out, you welcome somebody every Sunday, every day is important because God is working. He's bringing us people that, that need Christ and need to be restored. And it's just a wonderful thing, isn't it? Amen. What a great God. Uh, Eric Smith, he's a senior in high school. Come on over, Eric Smith, if you'll share just a, a brief testimony. Uh, hi, everyone. I said I'm Eric Smith. That is Eric with an A. If you ever uh, heard me introduce myself that way, it is because it's called A-R-I-C. Okay. Thank you. Um, yeah, so I, I'm actually really thankful, more really, and trying to figure out what I was thankful for. I really just, I couldn't come up with anything other than, you know, God's intervention to my life and coming into my heart and saving me. And, you know, the ways I've been transformed, especially over the past two years, has been, it blows me away. Um, in, like, the past six months, um, God has given me uh, two incredible, you know, passionate things, things to be passionate about, um, two that have become a very important part of my life. Um, one is, you know, engineering, um, something that I never thought I'd be interested in. I always thought I'd be interested in, like, writing or something. I don't know. Um, but it's, and on top of giving me that love, he also, you know, brought me to a good Christian school. It's actually across the street from Straight Street, for those of you who know where that is, um, the youth building. But, and I've, you know, growing heavily in this Christian school, and I've been growing a lot there, and it's just been incredible that he's led me there. And then the other one, though, is he's given me this, out of nowhere, this, this heart for Jewish people, people who are Jewish. And I don't know where it came from, but he just really put it on my heart for these people. And um, over the summer, towards the end of the summer, I got the opportunity to go um, meet with the missionaries, uh, Jeff and Arlene Berg, that our church supports, with uh, Pastor Ken and uh, his cousin, and really and really meet them. Um, for those who don't know, they are missionaries to Jewish people in Squirrel Hill. Um, but and really see what that ministry is like, and be able to connect with some, you know, people who are Jewish, and really see, you know, the needs of these people, and it's just really, you know, become a really big passion of mine, um, and it's all because of God, you know, Amen. So um, he's actually led me um, very recently to a school. It's in Massachusetts. It's um, called Gordon College. I'm wearing their T-shirt or jacket. Um, that, you know, is going to, you know, further me in these studies and these things he's put on my heart to be, you know, just has such a passion for it. Hopefully one day I can, since he's given me the passion, that I hope one day I can give it back to him in service to him. So that's just really what I'm thankful for. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Just look at these disciples up here, followers of Christ. This is what the church is all about reproducing followers of Christ. You know, uh, three different people asked the Smith family here, Edmonston Smith family here, uh, to give a testimony. I asked Daniel. 
Caleb asked Eric, and Al Finney asked Jeanette. So we got the Edmonston Smith family coming up here. Jeanette, come on over. Hi, I'm Jeanette Edmonston, and um, well, I have two blessings that uh, I want to share with you. And the first one is, as I'm sure you could see, I am so immensely proud of the men that my kids have grown into, and uh, just blown away by who they are and how they're finding their way in life. But um, we've been here probably about nine years now, and um, I saw immediately, like I fell in love with this church. I, I came through um, Kelly Corey's Bible study on Fridays, and um, I could immediately see a need for Celebrate Recovery. And I don't know where I heard about it, but I heard about it, and I thought, I need that, and I probably could see dozens of people, not just here, but in the community, and we live in Denora, and, and so um, there's people that live around me that could use that, and I started praying, and that was probably about five years ago, and um, here it is, it's here in our church, and that was like a huge praise that I had that... Um, the program just alone came here, and I'm so thankful for Pastor Al, who leads it up, because um, this is a very big challenge, and um, if you don't know what to pray for, pray for him, pray for the leaders in that ministry, because um, this is a very messy, messy ministry with very broken people, and I'm finding a lot of help and healing through it, because... Um, if you really want to get down to it, each and every one of us are broken in some way. And um, this program helps us to renew our mind and to think differently and to trust God instead of trusting in ourselves. And I struggle with um, alcoholism and uh, food addiction and codependency. And like willpower was just not helping me to stay on my diet plan, but God is. And um, I can just praise him because through this program and through the support group that we have there, I'm finding help and healing. And I know lots of people, other, lots of others are, and I see God's hand directly in people's lives. I've had several instances recently, and I can say the only way this outcome came the way that it did is because of God. And for that, I just want to praise him. Amen. We're excited. Continual. God is working in our lives. Hi, I'm Dan Smith. Um, I, I'm, um, Jeanette is my mother and uh, Eric is my brother. Um, I'm currently a uh, sophomore in college. I'm uh, study, currently studying at uh, Word of Life Bible Institute. And it's just been really cool to see how you guys have really influenced me throughout this time. Um, really, even if some people don't even know that they've influenced me, but it have. And it's just so cool to see how, really how, like Pastor Ken was talking about, how discipleship, people, uh, disciples making disciples, how it really works, and really just seeing God give me a passion for it. Um, like, this past spring, I was really struggling with what I was going to be doing with my life. And I was studying the book of Second Timothy, and I, this verse just stuck out to me. and had just just... I haven't been able to get rid of it ever since. And it's just, it talks about, um, it says, And the things that you have heard from me among many witnesses, commit to these faithful men who will be able to teach others also. And it's just, that's really what we do here at the church. I mean, it's, 
sharing what we've are what we've known what God's shown us and just giving it to others so that they may give it to others also that they can share the gospel with others and it's just the coolest thing ever he's given me just this passion for seeing others be in this growing vibrant relationship with God and it's the coolest thing in the whole world to see just seeing all of that and so just thankful for the just seeing you, um, the influence you guys have had on my life and the ability that I've been given to just spend these past two years just studying God's word only just been great amen and next folks let's welcome Dal Varega isn't that great Amen. Can you hear me? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, I uh, I stand here as as a miracle from God. I'm telling you right now. I'm, I knew this was going to happen. I, I I can talk away and talk away, but I get up here and I'm just a bubbling. I'm I'm going to keep it together. I promise. I'm going to. You know, um, I'll give you a quick history on my, you know, I grew up in a, a Russian Orthodox home. But somewhere along the way in my 20s, and I received Jesus. He, um, he brought me to this point today. And I could start into it by saying last January, I, uh, I, I work in in the medical field and uh, I was uh, at work late uh, in January and my family kept telling me uh, for two or three weeks and they said you know you you sound like your your voice is a kind of like uh, you know it's marbled and everything and I said really maybe I had a stroke or something so I went over to my ER that I work with um, January 27th and uh, they said, Dale, um, yeah, let's take you through a stroke protocol and do a brain scan on you. And uh, life just really, really changed in that hour. It really did. Um, they brought me back to the uh, cubicle. And uh, since I worked there so long and know everything and, and everybody, and they're like, Dad, Dale, did you, did you want to see the scan? And I said, yeah. So they turned it around and had a big mass in my in my head, and I I just couldn't believe it. I almost you know just passed out. But anyhow, I uh, that started the long journey uh, on Facebook. We have a following. We have a it's it's called you know it's kind of like I say I'm on a journey, and aren't we all on a journey? We are. All, it's such a journey. Uh, the only reason I can we just can we just stop right here and just say. Praise God. And just give him a hand. God, praise you. I, I can't stand here without the grace of God. I mean, I'm up here because of his grace. And uh, anyhow, as, as that happened, I couldn't believe how God connected the dots. That was the worst. You remember the winter last year? Taking me down to AGH in, in, a, in an ambulance on that snowy night. It was terrible. So just terrible. Uh, the ICU unit um, down there in AGH. And then the next day, surgery. 
which which you're actually awake for those things and it's like whoa but um god he i mean when i was in those quiet areas uh, of the night when all the family left i was just like god it is really me and you isn't it and i say you know whatever whatever you have for me i was actually at peace at that point and that, i just wanted to go to sleep actually so uh he he actually uh got me on the uh, operating table and i was back home thursday that week can you believe and i was i just can't explain how people people at my workplace were they they would never do this they were gathered around uh, at two o'clock in that x-ray place and they were praying for me 30 people and they, they were coming from the or and they were coming from all over the floors and I just couldn't believe it. I was so, I was just like filled with love. I was like, God, this is just, it's all about you. It is all about him. You know that, right? It's all about him. He'll put you, you know, if, if you're worried about trials, don't worry about if, you know, what, how's the saying? Not, not how they, uh, the, the, the trials uh, come, not if, but when. Or is that the one? That, that's what I want. Yeah. So get ready in some form. But anyhow, um, but they prayed, and they and week after week they prayed. I couldn't believe it. The staff, they came down to see me. I like every one of them. They came down to see me, and I, I just, they, you know, deacons came over my house and different things, and I was just overwhelmed, overwhelmed. And like I said, that thing, uh, it started on Facebook, and uh, it was. I, I just called them my friends and prayer and prayer warriors. You know who you are, and I'll tell you what. There's no way you can get through life without prayer. Without prayer, and love and support. I mean, man, that goes a long way. It's like the scriptures I had at the beginning, and I keep them every day. Is uh, Psalms 32:3. Oh Lord, my God, I called for you, for you helped me and you healed me. Oh Lord, you brought me out of the grave. You spared me from going down to the pit. And I said, you certainly did. You certainly did, God. And in verse 11 in that Psalm 2, you turned my wailing into dancing. You removed my, my sackcloth and clothed me with joy that my heart might sing and not be silent. Oh, Lord, my God, I will give you thanks forever. And, that, and that's it. I mean, I just want to give him so much thanks. And I have been. Uh, the love, it, it humbled me. I, I just, I know, you know, I just got so humbled over the last um, nine or ten, eleven months. And it's almost coming up on a year. And I just pray that whoever would bring my name before God, you know, petition him, I would appreciate that constantly for that complete healing. Right now, I just had a scan three or four days ago, and it was clean. And I said, God, thank you so much. No, I, just, I love you guys. I just love you guys so much. Hey, besides, you know, I have a wife. Her, her name is Lynn. God bless her. You know, today's our 20th anniversary. Yeah. And, and I have one son, my beautiful son. He's 12 years old, Caleb, sitting back there. I'm almost done, Ken. I'm sorry. I'm almost done. My sister, my sister, who uh, you'd have to know her. She was a very, very, uh, you know, I can't, 
I couldn't never get a sister who was better than this, but she, she was always fearful, and we had many, many cancers in our family. And, you know, in this process, you know, you talk about God, you talk about Jesus and different things like that, but then you could see truly, and she actually came to Jesus, and she got saved. I was like, this is so awesome. This is so awesome, you know, over last winter. And then she started sharing with her friends. She's got uh, single friends and stuff. And she was, I was like, you said this in a restaurant with people, everybody listening. You know, I just, I was just chuckling. I'm just like, just crying, just crying. So um, she did that. And uh, yeah, she, you know, she would tell me stories like she said, my my friend Susan Joe was over tonight. Wouldn't you know it? Her car broke down, and she said, um, and she she said uh, she had to call a tow truck. And this was, you know, she said finally the guy came, and uh, he was taking her somewhere or whatever. And they got on the conversation, and he said, uh, Yeah, I have I have a brain tumor. And they started talking, and she said, What? I mean, it just it was so odd. And, you know, we, we just, all kind of little things like that. It just seemed like God's presence and just speaking to me in, in different ways. And it's just like, you know, I, I'm, I'm very humbled, very humbled. Um, and so the last things, uh, too, was that, uh, you know, no one can understand this, but I'm going to say it anyhow. Some people, when you get cancer or life-threatening disease or, or any kind of a serious, serious illness. You know, sometimes if you, if you stay close to God, and you must, you know, and you pray, and you get to know Him, and you sense His presence sometime, I mean, people, you end, you end up kind of saying, you know, you appreciated your cancer. Is that crazy? I can't say that enough, but... It, it, it appreciated what, what you've been given and, it, and God knew all about it and he's, he's just, you know I'm just a pawn but I'm his, I'm, we're one of his sons, right? And so, amen so, um, I just, I'm sorry I just felt like I, I blubbered pretty much whatever I said but, um, listen please, give God the play you know, we look at the TV and you see, you know oh, ISIS and all these different things and you say, God, I want you to get the full measure of your, your, just your name alone. You. There's only one of you. And I want your name to be showed. And I don't, you know, I'm, I'm just so tired of his name used. But just, he needs, he's so holy. He's so holy. So, with that in mind, uh, thank you for letting me share, Ken. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Praise the Lord. We praise the Lord, man. We just are rejoicing with Dale and with everybody here tonight. Um, our time has is, is, is slipped away. Instead of having the continuation here, we're going to probably just kind of get ready to go to communion if that's okay. But I'd just like to share a, uh, a verse with you. Psalm 107, verse 1 and 2 says, Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His mercy endures forever. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. 
the redeemed who he has redeemed from the enemy. That's you and I. He's redeemed us from the enemy of Satan, and we are his children. Amen? And the Lord is good. His mercy endures forever. That's what Dale shared. That's what the Kunkels shared. That's what Max shared. We're all seeing the hand of God in all different ways and what God is doing. So, um, so I want to encourage you, even though we haven't had the time to, to, uh, to continue with the open mic like we normally do, but uh, I'd like to encourage you, uh, would you share with somebody the goodness of God? You know, when, when God gives you a word to speak and you speak for him, he uses it for eternity. When we share how good our God is, and, and God will use you with your family tomorrow. You're going to be with family members, and you get to open up your mouth and say how good God is and how much he loves you and how much you know that he's your Savior. And uh, so I want to encourage you to, to be the redeemed, to say so and let, let them know. So I'm going to ask Pastor to come now and lead us in communion as we reflect. <laughs> We've got to not turn the mic on until he gets up here. But uh, if we could, uh, if, if we, we could just focus in on the cross, Pastor. Okay, thank you, Ken. Okay, let's have a little of the lights, uh, and uh, we'll ask our deacons, uh, our men, to prepare right to get ready for communion. Boy, this has been a revival, hasn't it? Boy, how about those two boys, the Smith kids? Holy cow. They're like our new preachers in the church. Can they speak? Uh, that's what the church is all about. You know, uh, uh, you know we, uh, we, we put up with them in the teenage years. And then all of a sudden, excuse me, teenagers. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, boy, I'll tell you what, all of a sudden uh, they grow up and, and uh, everything's okay. Gentlemen, Please serve the bread to our congregation right now. Whenever you receive uh, this little piece of bread, it symbolizes the broken body of, of Christ. And, uh, you know, our, the testimonies that we've received, received tonight, they're better than a Sunday morning sermon. Uh, they're real life. It's down where we live. And I know that it's challenged you. And all the good things that you've heard tonight have come from Christ Jesus the Lord. And he died upon the cross for our sins. Whenever you receive this little piece of bread, uh, hold it in your hand and uh, thank the Lord for his broken body that was broken for you on the cross. The Bible says he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement for our sin was upon him and with his stripes were healed. All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way. And the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all greatest thing in all the world was the day that Jesus said it is finished and in the original language it means uh, it's paid in full to tell us that he paid the price for your sin and my sin the sin of all the world and so let's hold this a little piece of bread together and 
then we'll all partake at the same time. said, Take, eat, this is my body which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. And after the same manner also he took the cup. Gentlemen, please serve our congregation. This little cup of uh, grape juice symbolizes the blood of Christ. Scripture says, in him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sin. This was the price that he paid for our salvation. And so as you receive your little cup of grape juice tonight, just hold it there and look at it and ponder it. The terrific, agonizing price that Christ paid for our sin the just for the unjust, the sinless for the sinner. He died for your sins and my sins so that we wouldn't have to pay the penalty of our sin. He, st he stood between you and, the, and his, the justice of God, coming down the railroad track as a racing train towards you. And Jesus, in that hour, said, stop, I'll take the hit for you. This is why we love him so much. Now you are exalted to the highest place, King of
And in the same manner also he took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. And the Lord's people said, Amen. Amen. Tonight we, um, we do something uh, unique in the history of our church. Uh, I'd like to ask Pastor Ken to come up here and stand with Rhonda on the, on the platform. And as we do that, um, let's see, a couple of our guys. There's some cards right here on the front. I need Danny. Get Eric, Danny. Um, let's give everybody in the church one of these cards as, as I uh, proceed. Okay, thank you. Tonight we've come to um, put our stamp uh, confirmation upon Pastor Ken as the new lead pastor of our church. Uh, Ken was saved here in our church at age seven uh, in our Sunday school room. It was the yellow room right downstairs, down below us here. Uh, he remembers asking Jesus to come into his heart as a young kid. He grew up in Dormont. Uh, he started to come to our school and uh, graduated. After that, he, uh, went, he attended the Word of Life Bible Institute in Scroon Lake, New York for two years. And while he was there, they taught him uh, how to go out on the street and present the gospel, and he did that in different cities in New York City and different places like that. He was what we call a street preacher. If you can do that, you can do anything. Uh, after two years at Word of Life Bible Institute, he transferred to Liberty University and graduated. In 1990, uh, Ken was hired by our church to be our youth pastor. He's been on the church staff uh, for 25 years. It was here he developed what is known as Straight Street or Connect Ministries. He and Rhonda have led many mission trips to New York City, Trinidad, most recently to Ecuador. Their leadership has forged a great relationship with Daniel and Ana Gonzalez of Ecuador Word of Life. He and Rhonda have been uh, responsible for all the great musical and drama Easter and Christmas programs here that we've had at the church, which has uh, attracted many to Christ. Uh, Ken and Rhonda are both good leaders. Uh, Ken met Rhonda here at our church in 1991. Rhonda Miles had been attending our church for a while, and on her spiritual journey, uh, she had the idea of uh, somehow going into full-time Christian work and the way to get there was to marry a youth pastor. That's, that's, that's what it says right here. That's the, so that's pretty uh, interesting. Uh, uh, the rest of, is history. They married in July 17, 1993. They have two wonderful kids, Carice at Liberty University and Kara, I think on her way there. Uh, Ken felt a need to continue his education uh, and uh, completed a Master of Arts in Religion degree and then went on again and got a second Master's degree in, in um, Divinity at Liberty Baptist Theological Seminary. Uh, he and Rhonda are well qualified 
uh, to do this work. We started praying uh, two and a half years ago here at our church. We made it a matter of prayer. We got up and announced that we're going to trans. We were going to start transitioning our ministry, and somebody said, "Well, what does that mean?" Uh, and I said, well, we're just going to start to pray that God will show us his direction. And uh, you've heard the testimonies tonight about prayer. And so uh, we started to pray that God would show us the next lead pastor of our church. As time went on, we realized that our next leader would come right out of our church and with the unanimous agreement of our deacons and pastoral staff. So this transition can be uh, termed, I think, a reassignment here in our church from associate pastor to lead pastor. Joanne and I couldn't be more happy that God has raised up one of our very own to lead the church forward. You know, this is always a concern of a pastor who's been at a church for a long time, and I think I qualify for that. Our leadership team requested that Pastor Ken become ordained, and uh, this was accomplished just this last Saturday here at the church. A group of pastors and deacons, and I'd like to ask those of uh, deacons who are present here to come up and stand with me on the platform right now, and uh, any pastors who are here that were there, uh, anybody that was involved in that, uh, in that ordination, please come forward. And uh, as, uh, as you come forward, Dale, if you'll stop right there and get, get that uh, certificate right there on that seat that... There you go. Bring it up here. Thank you. Uh, these are just some of our deacons. Uh, and uh, Danny, uh, who was involved in the ordination as well. Um, a group of pastors and deacons gathered to hear Ken's qualifications and vision for the future ministry. And uh, I have uh, the statement in the form of an ordination certificate that they endorsed. And so... This is Ken's ordination certificate, and it says, We, the undersigned upon the recommendation and request of the Library Baptist Church at Finleyville, Pennsylvania, which had full and sufficient opportunity for judging the God-given gifts and after satisfactory examination by us in regard to the Christian experience, call to the ministry and views of biblical doctrine, thereby certify that Kenneth James Barner was solemnly and publicly set apart and ordained to the work of the gospel ministry. And we have the signatures of all the pastors. Myself, uh, Brian Kelly in Uniontown, Aaron Dalfit uh, in Masontown, David Dalfit in Dunbar, Reverend Dave Zedeker in Somerset, Pennsylvania, Reverend Al Finney, uh, is Albert up here? Reverend Al Finney and... Um, our three deacons and Danny Freeze. And so we want to have Wade, uh, as a member of our deacons, present this uh, certificate to Ken and Rhonda. Wade, Wade, we want to have Wade. Wade's gonna, Wade's gonna just have a prayer for us up here, okay? Dear Lord, we thank you for Pastor Ken and for Rhonda and for their faithful service for so many years. 
We thank you for preparing them for this next phase of ministry. And we pray now for a new blessing for this ministry for Ken and Rhonda. We thank you for the legacy of faithfulness, soul winning, of service, of missions, and discipleship. And Lord, we pray that as a church, you will help us to support Ken and Rhonda as they lead us forward and carry on this legacy. We thank you for all your blessings. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. What a moment, huh? I'm so thankful to our deacon board, to uh, our pastor board, pastoral team, to Pastor John especially. Um, his day's coming in a few weeks. I'm going to let him have it then. But uh, I just want you to know I really am so thankful for Pastor John and Joanne. They have uh, given everything for this place. And I've had an example that uh, is hard to live up to. But a man and a woman that gave everything for the church, for God's people, for people to, uh, to be followers of Christ. And, uh, and I've learned so much by watching him, by being involved with him, and, uh, and, and by doing every assignment he ever gave me. <laughs> but uh, I'll tell you what, that's how you make a disciple. And, uh, and that's what he's done, done for me. And so Rhonda and I, we, we stand here uh, so thankful to God for this opportunity to, uh, to step up. And, uh, and now is our time. And it's, it's, uh, this is what God does, you know. These, these kids who come in on the buses, that was me. Well, we don't have the buses, but that was me. I was on those buses. And, and, and God, God brings you. Unto, uh, brings, brings people in here and, and one day now I'm standing here and it's like wow was this really happening um, and yes it is because that's how God works and so I'm thankful for, for all the, the men and women of the church who have invested into us who have given, given to us um, and supported us because as pastor said many times we can't do this without a healthy church and uh, that's one thing I'm so thankful for is a healthy church where people are praising God, they're loving God, and, and we're excited about souls. So I, I will do, I, you know, I love pastors said this so many times. He says, you can't be the best, but you can be the best that you can be. And so he's taught me how to pray that way. He says, pray and ask God that you can be the best pastor that you can be. And that's what I am doing and that's what uh, the, that we will do for you as a congregation. We'll ask God to help us to be the best that we can be. And we'll be faithful. We will continue to, uh, to hold strong to God's word, to the teaching legacy of the Bible here, and to reaching a community for Christ. And we, we thank you, our church, and I thank you, Pastor John. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, isn't that, isn't that something? From a seven-year-old kid that accepted Jesus downstairs in our uh, youth ministry to come to church week after week from Dormont on a bus driven by Rudy Orwick uh, to now become the lead pastor of our church. That's amazing, isn't it? That's amazing. We passed out that card for you tonight. Uh, feel free to turn.
turn it over and write any word of encouragement uh, to Ken and Rhonda tonight. And as you leave the service, gentlemen, we'll have two men right back there at the door. And you just give your card and we'll pass it on to Ken and Rhonda. Write an encouraging word for them, okay? Like Ken and Rhonda, we love you, we'll pray for you. Uh, I am just so thrilled uh, to be able to leave our church in such good hands. And we have a wonderful church staff to work with Ken and Rhonda, and uh, they are solid as a rock. So my, uh, I'll, I'll be telling people everywhere, Crossroads Ministries, Library Baptist Church is in good hands. And hasn't this night been a blessing? Yes. Okay. Uh, somebody said, uh, Saturday night congregation says, boy, pastor, we're going to really miss you when you move to Texas. Who's going to tell us how to pull out on Route 88 after the service? <laughs> I, how's that? That's something to be remembered by, isn't it? And, and, and to be cautious on the parking lot and courteous. Who's going to tell us how to do all that? I said, well, I'm going to send back a video. And we're going to put it up on the screen up here. Let's all stand together tonight. Be careful out on that parking lot, by the way. And very careful on 88. God bless you. You're dismissed.